Welcome to South London Hardcore. I'm Jack McEnroy, and unfortunately, this week I'm not joined by Steve Walsh. Um, more on that in time. I'm joined by Rosie. Hello. Of uh, Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun podcast. Yeah. Do you give out your last name? Uh, not on the podcast, but. No. Do you want to say it or? Yeah, yeah, because you call everyone by their full names on this. Yeah, what is your name? Fletcher. Rosie Fletcher. Fletcher. Yeah, Steve has uh, left the show. I don't really want to go into the full details. You know, we've had a fallout. Uh, you know, the fact that he hasn't turned up tonight to kind of reconcile is uh, a problem. You it's, know. A, it's a kick in the teeth. It is, it is after his attitude. I mean, yeah. if he thinks that's an appropriate thing to say to a four month old baby. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. got he's got a lot to learn. Yeah, and if you're going to set up a reconciliatory podcast, well, it, I do fear there may be a spin-off podcast coming. So, luckily, I've got all the passwords. I've changed the password yeah. to the iTunes, to the uh, Podbean, to the website. Yes, com. The Twitter account, I don't know, right? Yeah. At SLHC, unfollow us at SLHC because Steve might be tweeting rogue stuff. He might be tweeting his own Southland Hardcore. But I, um, you know, like Fleetwood Mac. When there were two yeah. Fleetwood Macs at one point. Or a Jefferson Starship. Yeah, one of those situations. Yeah. South London Starship. You know, that's, yeah. that's the last thing we want, isn't it? How long have you been doing your podcast? A year. Oh, about the same amount of time. Yeah. So we've been in podcasting the same amount of time. Yeah. You're almost auditioning, I think, to be Steve's permanent replacement. Yes, I am. South London Hardcore must go on. Yeah, obviously. You know, the fans, that's what they would want. And, you know, Steve... There's someone with eight t-shirts. There is. There's someone with eight t-shirts. They're not making themselves known, but <laughs> someone with like eight t-shirts. Maybe as well as a more Lakeisha t-shirt, we can get a less Steve t-shirt done. Yeah. Uh, no Steve at all, ideally. But I, d- I don't think the show will lose out so much. I mean, it's just mostly just going on and on and on about history. Yeah. And like, oh, save libraries. It's quite well-researched uh, quietness from uh, Stephen. Emphasis on quietness, I would say, from that this <laughs> one onwards. I can handle the history. Yeah. I mean, yeah. ask me a question and I'll give you the... Um, uh, when when was Peckham formed? Sometime in the past. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they that don't is need details. Facts. People have got the Wikipedia now. You've recently moved to Brixton as well, that's why you're suitable. No, my sister's just, it's not me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, what? Jessica's just moved to South London. Your co podcasting sister? Yeah. But she's moved. So what are you doing on the show then? I can't have you as a. If you. Where do you live? Muswell Hill. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, why it's all very weird. This could be a problem, man. No, because like, you can uh, be teaching me about the way to South London. Uh, yeah, this is this could be an issue, man. Well, let's just carry on, yeah, Do because we need, to, get we need to. We need. We don't know. Steve's gone. <laughs> okay. Steve has all. He hasn't literally died, but okay. he's basically died. Do you yeah. know? Do you know Steve? Apart from from the show. No, not at all. No, just from the show then. Yeah, I'm just a big big time fan. Of Steve or the show? To the show. But it could mainly it... Jack. Oh, good, good. That's what I wanted to hear. And the t-shirts. Um, where can people find your podcast rosieandjessica.co.uk or iTunes Uh, some episodes are on Mixcloud but um, no one listens on there so I stopped uploading them Rosie and Jessica's day of fun do you ever do that Uh, no you should we're trying to shy away from the friends reference tell people what you're talking about your podcast Um, all sorts knitting Uh, knitting although it started at sort of our peak knitting and I've, if anything have stopped knitting since it started so occasionally we get to the knitting feature and we have to be like no what do we do now none it's kind of a grown up girl guides yeah which does exist it's called oh. a, yeah the women's institute yeah and also uh, there's something in between oh there's a there's an actual part of guiding that is for uh, 18 to 25 and then there's truffle guild which is for the over over 18s Oh, right, so if you're 26, you could join the Truffle Guild. Trefoil Guild. <laughs> the Truffle Guild <laughs> would be so much more fun. It would be, wouldn't it? Just snuffling about in parks, looking for mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Get that going. Yeah, cool. But only South London locations. Yeah. This is the thing that compromise you'll have to make and you will have to move. On your show, yeah. you regularly do a top five. Correct. Which is great. I do love a list. Yeah, obviously. So I thought maybe you could give us your South London top five. You yeah. know, people, places, things, whatever. Um, in at one. Oh, wait, do we need to do a jingle? Because you normally have a little jingle in it. Yeah. Top five. Top five. Yeah. yeah, and that's Jessica's bit. So I'm really multitasking here. Mm. This is, I'm trying to prove all my skills to be yeah, the You're new. doing well so far, apart from the not being... From South London. Or in South London. 
or having much knowledge of South London. No, but we'll judge you by your top five. Okay, cool. Um, inner one, South London hardcore, obviously. Oh, that's pretty good. Isn't yeah, it? Um, it's educational as well as entertaining. And recently, I was in hospital and I sat or lay and listened to uh, quite a few episodes. Catch on my podcast. Did, would you say it helped you uh, recuperate? Yeah, I would. I would. I had some lovely NHS breakfast and uh, listened you, to the Charlie Chaplin episode. Have, oh, nice. Did you have the orange juice in the uh, kind of plastic thing with the, the silver foil? A, on top? Uh, Calypso, whatever they're called. Yeah, but just in a very strange non-commercial dimension. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as in, it's like, it's much wider than it ought to be. Uh, I didn't get any of those. No, that's what we had out. at King's okay. when Lakeisha was having a baby. No, Who Steve, you know, has taken a dislike to for some well, reason. Yeah. You know, Xavier, she's all about love for Steve, but he seems to think she's got in the way of the podcast. But whatever, that's, yeah. not, that's neither here nor there, is it? So his opinions don't count anymore, so... No, he's gone. If they ever did. They never did. They did, that's what hurts so much. Well, yeah. What's your number two? Ms. Cupcake in Brixton. Oh, yeah, what's that? It's a vegan cupcake shop. Oh, I can't eat a cupcake unless it's got like the chicken nugget on top. <laughs> yeah, in the icing. <laughs> uh, yeah, which which I'm not vegan, but my my previous co-host Jessica is a vegan, um, um, and we I once so no milk, oh no eggs, no no milk, no eggs, no no animal products, mm. no honey, no um, comically wearing like a rabbit as a hat. That's cruel. <laughs> no fur. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, no leather. No wool. Yeah. No. Oh, well, wool? no, she can have wool because it's. Because um, she's a knitting enthusiast. She's a knitting enthusiast, so there's got to be a caveat somewhere. And also, you have to kill. Well, we I mean, no. have to kill a bee to get it. It's not like you squeeze it out. Um, what would I'm a bee sure. do with honey if you weren't having it? Oh, selling it, I imagine. Oh, like, what bees market. would be uh, black and yeah. yellow market. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're doing well. That was a good game. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, ka-ching. Is uh, it in one of the arcades? Um, it was on the road parallel to Electric Avenue. All right, yeah. From the station. Because mainly I went, it's Electric Avenue. Oh, yeah, that was in Rockdown too. See, once on the show, Steve said that his parents used to live there when he was very young. Why would they ever leave? And that turned out to be a lie. Yeah, I don't so he's a liar why. as well as a child hater. Yeah, yeah, and other things. Number four or number three? Um, the BFI. Yeah. It's not a real feature on my previous podcast, but um, there's a running joke about how every week I say I've been to the BFI because at one point I went a lot. Uh, last spring I was unemployed, and mm. um, so you've got, got nothing a lot but of... time for ten pound uh, cinema tickets. Yeah, you? exactly. And I remember, so it was eight fifty. Yeah. Get your yeah. money's worth. And they had a, a Vin, Vincente Minnelli season, so it's just a lot of lovely MGM musicals. I've always thought it was Vincent. I think it probably is, but um, it's nice to feel pretentious. Have you been to the media tech and stuff as well? Not really. There's not really any point with the internet now. Yeah, it's like, do you want to watch a documentary from the 50s? We've only got part one of four or something. Yeah, no, I'm all right. I'll just illegally download it. Bye. Yeah. The shop's great though, isn't it? Oh, it's what really good. What a range good. of DVDs. Stuff that just looks amazing that you've never heard of. Yeah. And you're holding it in your hands. You and can't then you're like, it. oh, it's 14 quid. Yeah, so see you later, sure, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the food is lovely. In the the, uh, the two restaurants, in both of them, I accidentally went to the expensive one a couple weeks ago. Is that a running gag, or did you actually? No, I did actually do that, and I thought in for a penny, in for thirty quid a head. <laughs> um, so I took myself out for a nice meal, had some sea bass. Oh, that's tasty. Isn't it? it was good. Yeah, not vegan. No, so Jessica would have finally ruined it. I'm trying to think of an all-time BFI highlight, right? Yeah. There's so many, isn't there? It's, it's got to be. It's, I was going to say David Fincher Q and A. Right, that was amazing. You know, it was, it was uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. So not his best film. Yeah. But just seeing David Fincher in the flesh. Jason Fleming was two rows in front of me. I love Jason Fleming. Isn't it? Don't we all? He's great. But my number one ever BFI memory. I was on uh, crutches. Right. I think I mentioned on the podcast once before. <laughs> you have about seeing Amara Karen on my birthday from yeah. the Dodgy Limited, and it was just like. It was like a mirage, you know, because I was just like sweating and hobbling. Yeah, I'm sure yours? it wasn't like a fever dream. Um, 
I really I saw Bug, which is Adam Buxton's music video thing. Oh, it's every what every month. Yeah, so. I saw it. I've only seen it once, but it was really good. And uh, but actually, my highlight was a children's event that I went to, sort of mistakenly, which was a preview of the first two episodes of series four of Horrible Histories, and then a Q and A with the cast and creators. And it was actually loads of kids being like, "What? What?" What is the best wig you get to wear? And I was in there thinking... These I was people listening are to you uh, saying that on your podcast, actually. Yeah? Today. Yeah, when I was doing <laughs> my research. Yeah. Was it just that one? Yeah, episode two. Yeah. yeah. Did you ask... Did anyone say, Terry Deary, why do you hate libraries so much? Oh, you hadn't said anything that stupid <laughs> at that point. Um, but I went with my friend Toby, and I was running a bit late, and he, we hadn't really clocked that it was really for children. Even though it was, it was, pub, it was open to everyone, but we were, were pretty sure we were the only people there not as a parent or a child and I was running really late so we had to wait outside for ages and he said he felt very uncomfortable there's just this man loitering outside well I went to see uh, Sun 41 when I was about 25 years old and I felt very similar yeah just in there just everyone else's uh, also went to a My Chemical Romance in store that was probably even worse actually that's when I say even worse I mean it was great but so what's your number four um probably like the the bridges to North London ah what zing no um the, uh, the National Theatre yeah like I've, next door yeah, yeah I've tried to separate out the South Bank because otherwise it would be a very brief list um but I do like a bit of what have you National seen Theater. there everything um oh you go there like every month or whatever I go there quite regularly I saw Anything Goes several years ago which had John Barrowman in pre-Doctor Who <laughs> when we only knew him as he used to be on Live and Kicking did he? Yeah, he wore some very memorable jumpers. Um, I saw a really good version of Mother Courage with Fiona Shaw, which had music by the Duke special. Right. And that was really good. And uh, it was on the Revolve, and she was on a big cart singing. And... So you spent a lot of time in South London. This is It's um... not South London, though, is it? Well, what? Just It's sort of part of the river, uh-huh. which is like North London. Well, I don't know about this attitude. I mean, this is South London. Everything over this side of the river is South London. I say this side of the river. We're, we're in, in North London. This is my stomping ground. Oh, uh, this is... I don't think this is going to work out. If you're referring to North London as your stomping ground. Yeah. What's your number five? Um... Is, have you not... Where's your list? Have you not prepared a... Um, if I had prepared a list, which I'm not saying... Which I haven't. I haven't. Oh. Um, I think it would have been difficult to populate because... Not much in South London. Oh, this is the thing is right. So I'm slagging Steve off a bit today, yeah. yeah, because he is a. But like, at least he's at least he he's got his heart in the right place. Do you know yeah. what I mean? South of the River, and <laughs> you know he cares about the show. Yeah, we did care about the show, but like you know, you're not even you're not even pretending. I'm sure there are lots of things. In there him. are. Yeah. Bowler hats. Yeah. You know the bowler company is from South London. That's we've, one thing. We've got um, Crouch End. We. You, do you know what? Just go. Like, this is not going to work. Yeah, yeah. How long has it been? About a quarter of an hour. Yeah, this is. Thanks for coming, Rosie. That was Rosie. You can listen to Rosie and Jessica's Dare Fun if you've got not literally nothing else to do. <laughs> if you like podcasts that are just about knitting and stuff and. You like know. theatre reviews. Yeah, theatre reviews. Like, not even proper art forms no, where things are recorded. Just. All right, thanks, Rosie. Can I can I take my tea? Just leave the cup because that don't belong to you. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, this the show's meant to be an hour, so I don't really know what we're gonna do for the. You gonna pay for my bus fare? No, just can you just go, please? Um, I don't know how I'm gonna cope here doing this for an hour by myself. I've got some local news prepared I suppose um, yeah I've got a few stories I have to just freestyle um, alright Steve alright Jack where you been oh round about you know nowhere special well you been down to Annerley yeah that's right yeah look, looked in there seen anybody there any uh, mutual friends or acquaintances no not really there was, was no one what were you uh, talking about when I just came in? Uh, what do you mean? Just now? Yeah, just as I walked in. Uh, you know, just different things, really. Nothing special, you know. Nothing Nothing special? No, no central thing. No. You weren't talking about me, were you? 
No, we talked about different things. We never mentioned you. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Well, you know the English middle class is also thick and ignorant. Rosie, do you want to come out? We got Rosie back. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I feel yeah. like a guest star on a sitcom. Yeah, or a podcast. Or yeah. <laughs> so Rosie is a real actress, and that was all made up <laughs> yeah. for April Fool's Day. Yeah, I'm not as uh, abhorrent as I possibly painted. Or Steve's not as abhorrent as I was painting him. Do you want to say a bit, Steve? You normally say in the intro. Hello. <laughs> that's that's that the truth, isn't it? That is what I do. We've got some local news today. Uh, Steve is here, don't worry. And there are probably a few people gutted that that was his little April Fool joke there, Steve. Yeah. What if they've already turned off and gone? No, I guarantee no one. If anything, more people, word of mouth's got out that I'm gone. <laughs> people are tuning in now yeah. and they're gutted. Furious that they've been uh, tricked. Hoodwinked. Little gag though that probably only Jason Cobb will get. That's fine. That's fine. This maybe show, this show no, is no, for Jason Cobb. Vaughn Star as well, if he uh, tunes in. Yeah, maybe Glenn Holmes. Yeah. Loads of people. Glenn actually. Holmes was on an episode, I heard it. Yeah, he's on every episode Knowledge. in a way with Right, so Steve, you need to prove your worth, really, because I know that was a joke, but what local news have you brought? I'm assuming it went really well without me, and I'm literally fighting for my life now. Yeah, if you want to make tenure, you've got to. Yeah. Up your game. You better get some good local news. Because I, in no way, insulted the subject of this podcast. <laughs> no, no well, you need to take this opportunity to see this as an educational moment for you. you yeah. Can learn about. This probably isn't fair because what we're going to be talking about isn't a, a real reflection of what's happened in this. Because I've got some stories about ridiculous people. Was it just whimsical violence and? No, we don't. I don't really. I always skip the violent stuff, even if it's you know apparently silly just because we don't need that just odd odd things this is what I'm saying about Steve being boring <laughs> this among others although actually the first thing we need to talk about I think is genuine proper news yeah some sad news a couple of days ago uh, this is not an April Fool so don't go away thinking that the Cuban Museum didn't burn down <laughs> it yeah, did because... well it didn't burn down there was a fire mainly oh, in yeah. the roof so the structure I've been past it a couple of times on the bus the structure yeah, seems fine and looks like it's repairable but it's the collection itself that's been endangered talking of danger I think the first thing we need to address is the fact that it took 100 firefighters to tackle the blaze 20 different engines from different stations across South London would you think they need better training needs to be more effective well I think we need to bear in mind that if the proposed cuts that Boris Johnson has suggested gone through though there won't be that many firefighters and engines available the next Mm. time there's a fire of equivalent size this time there were no fatalities or casualties thankfully next time if you've got you know well, it's maybe, fine, fine, you know, that might be something positive to come out of this. I mean, it might sound perverse. I don't know. No, it no, it does right. annoy me when people look for positive things in bad stuff. But maybe. Yeah, it's a bit of a way. Like someone said, this maybe. Is what you need. I read in the paper, someone said, maybe this will bring Wharf together. What does that mean? That means nothing. Yeah, that's not. Maybe it, it might be, like, it's such a high profile thing that people might go, you know what, well, maybe we shouldn't cut uh, all the fire funding. Yeah. They weren't, they're conservatives at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. no stopping them, is there? No. Oh, yeah, well, um, we made the point, I think, uh, either in the last show or the show before, same thing as uh, Lewisham A&E. They'll happily uh, cut certain areas adrift to save a bit of money so that at no point they have to do a windfall tax on people who can well afford to absorb a windfall tax. If you're still listening, you may notice a drastic change in the sound quality. <laughs> For the better. And it's not just because you can hear my voice. No, earlier in the week, I went to see The weekend. And uh, I recorded the gig at Electric Ballroom. Um, you know, bootlegged it. He's quite <laughs> open about the... Uh... No, because I feel like I'm doing a... I feel like I'm giving something back, Steve. Public service. Like, I mean. that recording of that show, likewise with Kanye West, uh, um, Hammersmith... Apollo. What is it? Apollo, yeah. That wouldn't exist if it wasn't for my recording of it. Like, you and know, Kanye like... Uh... They're the two elements that you require. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a small part of it. But, like, you know, like, say, like, with Dylan, uh, you know, Judas. Yeah, yeah. Like, if someone hadn't just been there recording that, I mean, obviously they were recording it for Eat the Document as well. So, 
Like that's not that's a terrible analogy. <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like the idea that that would have just yeah. gone out into the ether. But what you should do is not in any way publish them until fifteen years, yeah. fifteen twenty years, when the weekend have turned out to actually be the most important band. Yeah, it's just one guy. The but... weekend, the most important man, yeah. man band, one man since band since Hitler. Not well. I was going to say since since the start of this millennium. I was recording that at a very low sound level because it's very loud in a gig. Just explain that so people don't know that. Well, people haven't been. People have never been to a gig. But now, this is podcast levels. Details, please, Steve, on the Human Museum fire. It sounds like, and they're still collecting everything together and seeing what survived, but it sounds like some stuff was stored next door in the library building that wasn't affected. Um, They managed to get out um, a lot of the items during the fire with the firefighters and staff. Going that because it was located in the roof, it was sort of more or less safe to go in and out the ground floor. So they've saved the grizzly bear. That's confirmed. Yeah, my dad told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a lot of stuff was stored in the roof, so they definitely lost the uh, kerosene and match exhibition has not <laughs> survived. Mm. Steve doesn't like human museum fire related jokes. <laughs> he made that very clear earlier in the week when oh, I tweeted I the roof. The roof is the roof is on fire. <laughs> I read it on the bus and I was like, do I delete this? Because this was like an hour after the, the uh, fire. Oh, I've out. wasted a whole week. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Too soon. Just soon enough. Thanks. Still, still cutting edge, but not. What was nice, as I said, those offensive. two things. I pointed at the relevant people, which on an audio podcast is a gift, isn't it? I can already so, no. see what one of Jack's stories is. Will Smith in Brixton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a treat we're in store for. Yeah, that was uh, something, wasn't it? I was out on Brixton Road in Tesco at the time, unaware that Brit, uh, Will Smith was up the road having a coffee in Federation Coffee, where I've had a lovely uh, sweet corn fritter. If you're listening, Jessica, get down there. It's a little bit expensive. It's got bacon on top sometimes, so don't so have she that. Have she's a vegan. I don't know if she can have... Uh... <laughs> We're doing all facts. Can she have corn fritters if she's a vegan? Depends what the She'll have is. to ask. She'll have to find out. But she can have a black coffee, can't she? Yeah, frequently. <laughs> or she can get black coffee from Franco Manco, you know, the pizza place there. Um, that only sells black coffee. They what? don't have no pizzas. No pizzas. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's regarded as the best pizza place in London, and yet they don't even sell pizza. But no, uh, they don't serve uh, white coffee. So Jack was. Uh, I just think if you order an Americano, would, did they give you a pepperoni pizza or a black coffee? In, on the phone, they just have a single <laughs> disc of pepperoni floating on it. That sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, you said that Will Smith was actually sitting in your chair. In the picture from Federation Coffee. Or a chair you'd sat in. I think yeah. that, I've, I've it's not, not sure that's the case. It's not like yeah. norm, is yeah. it? It's I've, had a, I've got a Federation Coffee loyalty card with two stamps on it. How many stamps has Will Smith got? None, he don't need loyalty cards, does he? <laughs> yeah, but even if when you're really rich, you want to... You know what, right? Russell Howard, yeah. You know, the very unfunny comedian. Oh, I can't say that. You probably know him, innit? Uh, no, but he... Um, as a teenager, he was like my favourite thing. Yeah, and then when you got older, you realised that he was the worst... <laughs> Yeah, and now I just can't be doing with it, and it's... I really like his stuff from 2007. Yeah, his early work. Good year, innit? Mm. That, even that was bad. But he, <laughs> he came in Waterstones when I worked there, right? And it was free for two on all classics, yeah? So any book published before 1900 that's a novel, essentially. Did he buy two? He bought two, and I said, you can have a free one, sir. I'm not, I didn't acknowledge I knew who he was. And he said, nah, I'm all right. I was like, any classic? It's not like you need to pick, like, one of these... 27 books of a table any classic is that nah I'm alright and he had a pair of glasses on and he didn't have a cross eye do you, think, do you think he can make the cross eye for television yeah get rid of the glasses isn't it like, I've got a friend eye. who you know he wears glasses no cross eye take glasses off <laughs> I'm doing a cross eye <laughs> I've just learned that Russell had his cross eye I never knew this he's proper bung eyed right um what is it? Bong-eyed? Bong-eyed. That's not a medical term. Don't be asking for clarification. Like, yeah. I've been saying oh, it wrong well, all these years. What's well, the correct I'm a doctor. <laughs> uh, knitting and, and medicine. Um, yeah, no, he's got... He's 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 boss-eyed, uh, but then he wears glasses sometimes. I've never heard any of his comedy. It's all just like Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Uh, you know, it's his, just... Yeah. It's aimed at um, kind of idiots. It's aimed at people who were <laughs> used to be young and have not acknowledged the fact that they're now yeah. at least 28. It's people who insist Goonies is good. And they <laughs> love it. You know. The uh, only time I've had any sort of interaction is when you put uh, a screen cap on Facebook. Hmm. And it was from the iPlayer website where... Um, you know, they'll have bits of shows, and if the, the title's still on, it cuts off. Yeah. So, Russell Howard's Good News 
was just cut, so it said, Russell Howard's good. <laughs> and Jack was like, that's inaccurate. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff you can get from at Jack McEnroe on Twitter. We're at SLHC. You can't, despite what I said earlier, you don't unfollow us. <laughs> you said? all sorts cut, yeah. Good to know, though, isn't it? It's good to know that you justified it. I'm justifying my prejudice. What I should have done is just sworn every other word. <laughs> so you couldn't possibly... No, I won't. T-shirt, beep. <laughs> Changed. Uh, what were we in the middle of talking about? Will Smith, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, he was there with two MPs, Tessa Jow and... Say it, Steve, I don't know how to say his name. Chaka Unama? Oh, okay. Is that yeah, how you so, say it? That sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah. You're going phonetic, isn't it? You can't go wrong there. Uh, they had a coffee with Paul Reed, the cult- Black Cultural Archives director. I mean, he's the director of the Black Cultural Archives. He's not just, <laughs> he's not just black, he's a cultural <laughs> archives director. But Tessa Jarl said that he wanted to see London's Harlem. Did yeah. we have one? Yeah, he took him to Brixton. <laughs> And then he went to St. Martin's in, in the field where uh, well, my mother-in-law went to uh, school. To look at him. Oh. <laughs> no. If only, we, if only we'd known. Yeah, and he sang the Fresh Prince theme tune to like, the kids in assembly and they were just like screaming. If you've seen the YouTube videos, no. you can barely hear it because kids are just go screaming. They're just like, I can't believe Will Smith's in Did my kids school. today know? Oh, was it just Will Smith? I thought they just really liked Fresh yeah, Prince. Yeah, because I was going to say, no kids today is going, oh, he's doing the Fresh Prince. Yeah, of course, man. Are they? Everyone is it on... watched it. Yeah, it repeats, man. But like kids yeah, now. like kids, like 10-year-olds. Oh, no, it's it is on telly. It is on telly yeah. now. Yeah, some of the kids are like fifteen. Okay, that's like, not that long ago. This is true. Like, we're not. Ru- that's not going to get in Russell Howard territory. Oh, remember Fresh Prince of Bel Air with a theme tune? <laughs> well, that's your joke, is it, Russell? That's the whole joke. Yeah, it's this not, government's not... like Thundercats, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not no, Dad's Army, is it? It's not. You know. Do you remember this? More like Mumra. <laughs> so that was exciting, Steve. Yeah. Did he just visit, or did he like want to spread good? No, he just a visit because his son was touring with Justin Bieber. So he's just wandering around London. Oh, it's good. I saw his daughter once when I worked at Waterstones. Her tumblers very good. Is it what's on it? What's she do? Oh, it's just like it's like a twelve-year-old, but with access to money. Um, mm. It's just good. It's got like cool, cool pictures. Maybe I wish I were twelve. Yeah. He annoyed me a few years ago because he came into Waterstones Piccadilly. And uh, bought loads of books, which is fine. That's annoying, isn't it? That's annoying. You've got to pack them up. And, oh. Yeah. But he bought um, about three hundred pounds worth of business books, oh. and I was like, "You worrying about just make another film, isn't it?" No, maybe yeah. it was maybe it was in character for um, that Pursuit film where he plays a business. Yeah, that's it. Pursuit of Happiness. Also, probably uh, good business sense is don't waste three hundred pounds on books about business for a start. <laughs> a waste of your capital. <laughs> He's not. This is the thing. He hasn't got to worry about capital, is he? It's fine, Will Smith. Just throw your money around. I've got a story. I'll do the headline first, just to give you an idea. Do we have to guess about. the content? Well, no, because it gives it away oh. completely. Because it's, it's, the thing is, local newspapers either do ridiculously clunky puns, yep, which them. means that nothing makes any sense, or they just tell you the entire story in a headline that's far too long. <laughs> you might have this story already. But... Is it uh, burglars jailed for stealing Lewisham Primary School milk? <laughs> no, we'll get to that. <laughs> I, can, I can't even wait to guess what that's about. <laughs> That had that had my favourite picture caption I've ever seen. It was a picture of the guy like mugshot, and it said "Worse than Thatcher." And then, like, <laughs> right, so the story before you go to yours, I'll just finish this off. Yeah, yeah. Steve, yeah. Um, it says like they got these two guys have been jailed for stealing four pints of milk. And just like that's outrageous. Some nineteen-year-olds, uh, you know, for like for quite a minor crime. Yeah. And then as you read on, right, they've just gone for a sensationalistic headline because they admitted to. Um, free burglaries at the school previously where they stole computers and TVs <laughs> and also robbed a vulnerable man's house. Right. So it does get down and go, maybe they are worse than Thatcher. Yeah. <laughs> the headline for my story is Bromley Woman says aliens are helping to fix the economy and have advice for Arsene Wenger. <laughs> I came what? across that, Steve. Would you, would you thought, like more details? I, thought, I saw that and I thought, I'm not clicking that. That's not local news. <laughs> Bromley Woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's local. <laughs> Just stand around for me. It's, that's incredible. It is incredible. Do you want it, details? Well, because no, I've got details. But it just it just keeps unfolding. Yeah, an extra bit. It's it's it is a wonderful story. Why Arsene Wenger? Well, that's also uh, Arsene Wenger's North London, so it's technically off topic. But Woolwich Arsenal. Yeah. So originally it was ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to name her because I don't think that's fair. Although she's quite happy to be named. No, don't name her because she no. don't deserve the uh, oxygen of publicity. 
Um, she's in constant communication with greys, cat people, and reptilians from Ursa Minor. What's a grey? It's a type of alien. It's the, <laughs> the most famous one. You know, like um, the Roswell one. Yeah, no, with, those uh, are green. <laughs> the ones that turn out to be fake. As opposed to the ones that turn out to be real. The ones that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the ones that turn out to be fake. Um, yeah, uh, greys, cat people, reptilians. The reptilians are skilled in business and finance, are helping with the economy... How, now, if you were skilled, if you're an alien race skilled in uh, business finance, how would you help well, I'd probably Earth's get, economy? I'd probably get Will Smith on side. He's got all those business books. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I know. But he doesn't like aliens, though, famously. He punched that one in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, these are are doing it by putting positive messages into our minds. So that's their uh, business skill. So, sorry, lizard in. people are putting happy messages in my brain, and, that, and so that's going to help the economy. Definitely. David Icke's been quite lively yeah. lately. Yeah, David Icke. But he keeps going on about, you know, pedo Britain. That's that the hashtag he's trending on using. Twitter. Was it? it yeah. Pedo Britain? I was yeah. on Twitter uh, at work. It's part of my job. Uh, and, mm. and I was like, what's trending? Oh, it's nearly Friday. Hashtag pedo Britain. Yeah. The trouble is you're like, yeah, there is a, like, they are uncovering horrible things. Yeah, yeah. But he keeps going, yeah, you know, I've said this all along. Pete, there's just, Britain is ripe with pedos and they're all Satanists. Oh, David, <laughs> you've let yourself down again. Yeah. So, mad as a box of wet frogs, Steve. <laughs> Although arguably Richard Little John is much worse. Much worse. Yeah. He did say that was Richard Little John who said that to him. Yeah, yeah. She also admits to a physical relationship with the Greys who regularly give her orgasms. Oh. Interesting use of the word admits there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true, yeah. It's, it, I don't know. Uh, as if people were whispering about this beforehand. I yeah. bet she's probably, I am, I admit it. Which, this is from the... New shopper. New, New shopper. shopper, that's yeah, of it. Of course yeah. it is. She's in the paper because she's appeared recently on this morning to explain the links with the aliens. The interesting thing there is her appearance and the publicity does explain a lot of what's been going on. This is really local news now. Um, the aliens have been travelling from other planets to Earth because they knew I was going to be on this morning, she reckons. Yeah. Well, there's don't a have paradox. Like TV. Yeah, there's so many things where you go... But she's Where like, are they getting their information from? Are they Radio going? To, Times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and if they are, the, these are apparently incredibly advanced uh, creatures that can pick up the Radio Times and information. But they've got to come to Earth to actually watch this morning. And they wait, haven't got a free view. She's uh, she's on this morning because the aliens have been talking to her. And the, the aliens, aliens are, are coming, coming because she's on. They're wondering what she's this saying. Morning. What's well, her advice for Wenger? Is it get a new centre back? It's very close, actually. Um, <laughs> it's not the aliens don't use it. <laughs> she reckons this is the re- the reason for the recent bad weather. Isn't it just the time of year? It's to cover up the alien ships. Uh, yeah. Um, she also explains they've been bringing young aliens to see what I've been saying on TV, <laughs> like a school trip from other planets. It's nice, isn't it? This is, that's shocking. It is shocking. Why are we covering this, Steve? <laughs> Romney woman. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to repeat myself. Uh, wow. Um, her advice for Wenger, he needs a stronger squad, especially in defence, and he needs to let Steve Bold do his job. That's what the aliens reckon. Aliens are coming down to him and going, if, if he just let Steve Bold get on with it. Put positive messages in players' minds, isn't it? <laughs> Fix Arsenal like you're fixing the economy, reptilians. Anyway. I don't... News. <sighs> You're not getting that app in uh, Muswell, are you? No. <laughs> uh, the headline is Bromley Man... Bromley Man. Yeah, what's going on in Bromley? All kicking off in Bromley. Uh... Bromley Man baffled as newly refurbished road is dug up. <laughs> Which is great local news, because A, it's so tedious, isn't yeah. it? It's not really news. No, but it is a real problem, though, isn't it? But it is. In Britain. Why is the news not... This is weird. They've dug up a road. Yeah. They've just just the news is that a man is perplexed. <laughs> by it. The nice thing is they put him front and centre in, in the story, and this is what I loved about. It. I mean, the, the thing is the the road is there a picture of him standing next to the road with his hand <laughs> yeah. on his hips, scratching is, his head. They, they run the gamut. Which is what's great about it. Like essentially, the road is refurbished, and within twenty four hours they dig up again. He is furious about it and gets social paper, and the paper talks to the council, and the council goes, "There's a gas leak." <laughs> we didn't he have an option we didn't have an option it's unfortunate but we didn't have an option uh, and the guy's like I don't buy that he's sceptical of this but it sounds like it makes more sense than just d- digging up a road to annoy some fella but they clear, the paper sent along a photographer 
And what's interesting is you get an idea of the sort of communication network at local newspapers. Well, they sent along a photographer, and so there's a photograph of the man standing in front of the, the roadworks, literally with his arms held out, <laughs> looking exasperated. <laughs> and then there's another picture. There's like four pictures on the wall. And next picture is him with his arms crossed, looking like a petulant toddler, just looking like uh, he's furious because he's not allowed to uh, play it in the garden anymore. But then the third picture is him leaning on the roadworks, looking quite nonchalant. <laughs> and then the fourth picture is just the roadworks. So they've clearly sent the photographer on, and the photographer's like, for safety's sake. Yeah, I'll get, yeah. I'll get angry. I'll get the angle. I'll get exasperated. I'll get relaxed. Is there one where he seems to be sort of inhaling with one of those carbon monoxide yeah. detector cards? <laughs> but yeah, um, and, but, so the photographer, like, I'll get all these, sent them off, and they've gone... Just print, print them, print them all. This is a slow Forgetting, that it, forgetting that it contradicts every other picture. <laughs> every other, everyone you put up so goes, well, you can't be all these things. Yeah, he runs uh, quite the gamut of emotions. It's a great... I'll, I'll put it up on the site. It's well worth a look. And this is what I'm talking about uh, when I'm talking about headlines where it's like too much information. I thought there might be... I'll, I'll tell you the story. And then you can try and guess what the story is. Yeah. I'll give oh, you can guess the headline, yeah. yeah. It's, it, this is the thing. Yeah, well, you'll see. Naked counsellor asks for money to put his tackle away. <laughs> is it... Um, wait, what am I guessing? The headline. That is yeah, the well, headline. That is the headline, but what's what the story? Think, what is the story? The story is... Um, naked counsellor asks for money... He's going to be fishing his... naked. <laughs> Good guess. I, um, mean... I think that it's actually some kind of... Like a calendar thing, but it's dressing up the story to make it sound like he's a fresh pervert. Oh, like a calendar girl's... Yeah, like... Oh, right, yeah. Sponsored sponsored wearing clothes, sponsored. I guess. Yeah, exactly. You're closer. The story is, this counsellor's put a, a, a nude picture of himself up on the internet with, like, you know, a strategically placed tree Pop stump. Plant, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he said, for every 20 quid he gets, he'll put on another item clothing and then post pictures. So the, the headline is literally <laughs> referring to his genitalia. It's not. It, it, you were right to sort of imagine that it might be about fishing, or it might be some well, sort I was of actually wrong. You were very <laughs> wrong, but they thought that was the story. But who? What? Because he's assuming that people are so re- repulsed by his yeah. nude body that they'll pay for a photo it, of to, a jumper. To be fair, I almost just sent hundred quid to get it over and done with. <laughs> but that would really undermine him if you just went. How many items? We're going for, like, socks as one item, 120 quid. Well, there was a nice bit where he just sort of said, uh, uh, I'd love a pair of socks right now. I thought, put them on, you just, Wait, it, is it just photos, or is he cold and naked? He's outside. But, I mean, it's I'm... a I'm webcam, pre- what? It's very <laughs> weird. What's nice as well is... Um, Nothing's nice about it. <laughs> well, uh, well, actually, what's particularly distasteful is one of the captions, one of the photographs, is chilly... And then there's five asterisks. Penis. <laughs> well, this is the thing. You sort of think... Peppers. <laughs> uh, on your show, yeah. uh, you have uh, jingles. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so should we do one for pub news? Pub news, pub news. That is solid. <laughs> Would that get in? Yeah, because we tend to just make... Sometimes they just happen. We don't really plan them ever. One has started in the last few episodes that... Just we didn't expect to happen at all. What's that one? Um, well, we have a thing called. Well, it's, it, the the sec- section is poorly named. It's called "What Have We Seen This Week," which is <laughs> not so much a, a title as just a clause of a sentence. And then uh, one episode, we both started singing, "What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week?" Oi! to the tune yeah, of like, "Where did you get that yeah, hat? Yeah. Where did you get that hat?" Hey, well, that's <laughs> a thing. Where did you get that hat? Yeah, you've done this, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I, I don't like, he, just, he just sat there. Come on. Um, yeah, and that just happened. But that's great. That that was that, right, that, isn't it? That was pub news. Pub news. <laughs> People probably think I was. Rec- I think I'm pressing a button. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> My mouth. Honestly. Dictionary. <laughs> it's a pub news. Did you Did you have that at school? A dictionary. No. <laughs> <laughs> what have you heard about <laughs> South London? <laughs> we had these uh, keyboards in the music department. DJ, DJ. Yeah, and there was the one, <laughs> and there was one which uh, went dictionary. Dictionary. And why would you need that in? Uh, Just so you could do dick. Yeah. <laughs> My um, music teacher. Have I ever talked about my music teacher in a second? DJ, because he was uh, <laughs> he was ridiculous. He was um, 
closest thing to a lunatic I've ever actually met in the teaching profession. He, one of his uh, favourite things ever was he just was a complete oh, control freak in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. he um, if he was wiping the boards and had his back to the, the classroom and anyone made any noise, <laughs> he'd just throw the chalk duster over his shoulder. This is the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, actually, one the point, 90s, isn't it? 80s, 80s, 80s stroke 80s. 90s, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. But yeah, one point, he, um, and most of the time, he just sort of flew over everyone's head, but he was like, he's always just terrifying. But at one point, he um, just flung it over his shoulder and caught this guy, Neil, on the forehead and like split his, his eyebrow. And he turned around and went, Did I hit someone? And Neil was like, Yeah, and we're all like, Yeah, you, you hit Neil. And he's like, uh, Were you talking? And Neil was like, no, sir. He went, see what happens. You see <laughs> what happens. <laughs> so I go, don't mess this guy. But one of his things was, uh, you know, the demo tune on the keyboard. <laughs> yes. He explained to us in the first lesson, he went, I'm pitch perfect. And he goes, and what I despise more than anything in the world is the demo tune on the keyboards. I've heard it uh, a million times. <laughs> Sometimes I've had to hear it. Most of the time, it's just uh, annoying children that think it'll be funny to play the demo tune. Let me say it won't be funny to play a demo tune. Because yeah, I will throw this at me. <laughs> he, goes, yeah. he, goes, you, he goes, you know what I'm like, I will. He had this... Uh, Trebuchet. We had one... He had this um, jar <laughs> on top of the piano, which uh, the, 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 uh, on the jar it said brain pills. And it was, it was, just, it was just like... Uh, Sweet. Like smarties. A, like inside. a prop. But every so often he would just sort of go, oh, for God's sake, just take the, just grab a handful, <laughs> just like smash them into his face. <laughs> he was... He was also great, but terrifying. Yeah. You didn't know what you were going to get with this guy. But, um, yeah, he said, I'm pitch perfect. So he goes, I know the first note of the demo. So he goes, some people think it's fun to try and start the demo tune and stop it oh, before I can identify the demo yeah. tune. He goes, but I know that demo tune. He goes, and I'll recognise anything, you know, it's a new, always... Why are tired? You know, one kid in the class, Harley, just spent the next sort of year... Just sort of like trying. Yeah. And always, I think he's like, you, you're a kid as well. It's not like you've got the best reflexes in the world. It was like, but you get like three notes in and you'd be like, just chucking things across the room. It was yeah, outrageous. What was his name? I think he's uh, died. So, oh, um, so you can definitely say that. Statue notations. Yeah. No, it was Mr. Mr. Thomas. History. Oh, what's the most Mr. John Thomas. <laughs> Pub news. <you> know. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to do the jingle? No. You've got the jingle. You've got it in now, isn't it? That's so impressive. It's not bad, is it? I've been working on it all week. I can't do anything like that. I've spent... It sounds like a sort of electric news. How long have we been doing the show for? It's about... 65 episodes. 65 episodes. And I've been waiting for Jack to sort of do something exceptional. <laughs> I am the catalyst. <laughs> all I needed was for you to leave the room for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple of pubs that closed down and people felt very sad about that. Because yeah. people get very attached to these public houses. And they, but they might reopen. They both look like they're on the verge of reopening. Like the news. Yeah, yeah. Shall I name them? Well, it depends I on know you can name one of them, I think. If they on. Get a Montague reopen. Arms? Yeah, the Montague Arms. Yeah. Right? There was a book called The Rough Pub Guide. Not The Rough Guide to Pubs, yeah. <laughs> the rough a pub. guide to rough pubs. <laughs> and some guy, I think it was one guy, just went around Britain, just going trying to find the worst Getting pubs. Getting in fights. That sort of thing. He went to the... Is it called the Charlie Chaplin at Elephant Castle? Yeah, yeah. Which I had to leave because it smelled of homelessness in there. And uh, also they weren't showing the football. And uh, <laughs> he said it, it gave you an idea of what it feels like to be sectioned in the 19th century. The Montague Arms is in it. And like the guy in it is in his 80s. He's still alive. Uh, the book's from about five years ago, I think. And in the picture, he's got his hand on the pump, right? And you can see dirt under his fingernails, even in a small photograph. <laughs> and I, I've only ever been there once. I used to live right, right around the corner. And um, in there, it's a bit like, you know, it's quite dirty, yeah. And there's a stage, you know, and there's like uh, like ship wheels and like stuffed animals. And like it looks like what I imagine Tradescent's Ark looked like. Right, yeah. Like yeah. it's just packed with just like... Took. Took, basically. But I saw, like, it was a folk night I went to. My friend Sam played a couple of songs, and that was great. And some other people played. Um, but, yeah, that's going to reopen, man. Do you know about the pub, Steve? Have you ever been there? No, no, I've never been there. I read, I think, probably the same thing as you. Well, well there was a lot of um, sort of Twitter chat. There was a load of stuff on the uh, Transpond Time blog. Yeah, Transpond.blogspot.co.uk. Yeah. But the enemy once interviewed Marky e. Smith, Shane McGowan, and Nick Cave in there in 1989. Oh, I've read that interview, but I never knew it was there. Mm. 
And the other one is the Ivy House, which is... Uh, which we talked about in our... Um... We did. They've got like really rubbish paper blue plaques outside. <laughs> and Elvis Costello played here and Joe Brand did comedy here. It's going to open as a co-op pub. When I say co-op pub, I don't mean that right. as in the funeral service <laughs> supermarket. <laughs> you know, An actual co-op. Yeah, four guys and ladies or whatever. They, uh, one of them's like a lawyer and one of them's a someone else. Presumably one of them is a barman. I reckon they might have to hire someone maybe. <laughs> okay, cool. But they're going to reopen it because they're like this, the Ivy House must go on. Well, there was, when it was closing, there was a big sort of save the Ivy House campaign, yeah. which didn't obviously work. Failed, yeah. Yeah. But then there was big talk about it being turned to flats. Well, no, apparently it's uh, on its way to being a co-op pub. London's first. Well, I don't know how true that is. That's what, that's what the headline said. Pub news, pub news. Yeah, see, it's correct. <laughs> We've mentioned Brixton a couple of times already. A Foxton's has just opened there, you know that? Yeah. The uh, Is that the sign of gentrification? Yeah, one of, isn't it? Kind of swish-looking estate agent chain. Makes it look like a, a coffee shop. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. I think it's... Can too... you have a free Perrier if you go in? The one in Muswell <laughs> Hill is lit up all night and it's got a big screen showing Sky Sports. Oh yeah. no, like Sky News. Mm. As if that's what I'm interested in when I'm buying a house. Apparently it's known for its hard sell tactics. Unlike the other estate agents. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, well, if you don't want it, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, someone uh, scrawled yuppies out on the window. Did you see yeah. that? Quite big. And someone else wrote yuck. It's quite small. <laughs> it's quite nice because uh, it is something yeah. where foxes, they seem to try and camouflage themselves so people don't think they say, oh, we're the friendly face of estate agents. But they are um, awful establishments. Um, and uh, yeah, it's nice they got vandalised. Mm. I think it was uh, Vaughan style on Twitter who said um, people. You know, some people seem upset that this place got vandalised. Lucky they didn't get firebombed. <laughs> Which uh, it's from him is pretty, pretty standard. It's totally uh, down. Rhetoric, isn't it? Yeah. On the Brixton blog website, in the comments section underneath, uh, you know, obviously the Brixton blog seemed to be saying like, you know, we don't want the Foxtons anywhere near us. And I think they'd also complained that Starbucks weren't stocking the Brixton Bugle. <laughs> but in the comments section you did get some people who were like you know you know who the real uh, repressed people are middle class white people you know they're all just like this is its own pre- this is like racism not wanting middle class white people to move in kind of <laughs> but no I mean it kind of more than anything it just shows up the shortcomings of the government and the council regarding housing doesn't it yeah because we wouldn't need all these estate agents not that we need them but they wouldn't be able to exist would they if the government hadn't let us down Rosie yeah regarding I, social I, housing yeah I, you have to have social housing, not uh, housing benefits. That just sends the money to private landlords. Exactly. There should be rent caps. Mm. I just thought I'd put that in. It's not. It's not funny, but it's true. It's true. I um, retweeted a thing today where someone uh, put up a link from an estate agent's website where the estate agents. I think it was talking about uh, the Elephant Castle. Uh, was talking about how um, inviting people to move in and uh, bring their high incomes with them. Um, explaining that the current tenants and students could easily be uh, removed at short notice. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Charming, that's, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Welcome, welcome to uh, the Elephant Castle. I don't think, also they understand that um, I, no one can afford to move out, move anywhere. No. Some people can. And that's the thing, yeah, they're chasing. <laughs> or over 50. Well, the, the, this thing, it's, it's uh, a very small Jessica number. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very small number of people that have uh, reasonable high incomes, uh, and that's what's being targeted. And the thing is, if you do set up an industry to prioritise those people, then um, none of us really win, do we? They can't just keep moving either, these people, can they? No, no. They're not sharks. (laughs) (laughs) So, a couple of dates for people's diaries, Steve. First one is um, on the 3rd of April at Gosh Comics... This is not South London, but it is Steve, so we yeah. can promote it. Process. Uh, what's the tagline for it, Steve? Marrying artists and creators. That suggests an artist isn't uh. a creator. What is it? <laughs> that, there isn't a tagline. <laughs> you oh. should just write one. No, but that was uh, quite a nice little freestyle there. Uh, Process is a comics workshop and discussion group where people who are making comics or interested in getting into making comics can come along and talk about ideas they've got, projects they've got ongoing, and meet other creators to collaborate with. There you go. That's at Gosh Comics in uh, 1 Berwick Street in Soho. 
I won't be there. I might be at the Bowie exhibition that night. So, On the 14th of April, there's a Charlie Chaplin 3K fun run. Part of the Woolworth something or other festival. <laughs> SE17.biz, if you want actual details. Is it people dressed up as Charlie Chaplin? Yeah. Do they have to do the funny walk all the way? I think that's optional. <laughs> Someone will, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but obviously my dad's a big Charlie Yeah, I was going to say, he's yeah. going to do it. It's on a Sunday, isn't it? And oh. As you know, my dad won't run on a Sunday. Yeah. Chariots of Fire. So you can follow us on Twitter, at SLHC, southlandhardcore.com, for any extra stuff. Pictures of a man looking exasperated, angry, just a little bit relaxed by some roadworks. Among other things, it's not just that. It's <laughs> yeah. like the worst website ever. Uh, Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. Yeah. They can get that on iTunes and everywhere else. Everywhere else. Everywhere else. Mainly rosingjessica.co.uk and uh, at the day of fun show because someone's using Rosie and Jessica and they've not tweeted in three years. We're not bitter. Campers, aren't No, you, luckily the one who was, uh, what's the word? Domain um, squatting. Yeah. Sandra L. Hessler-Cox, right. <laughs> Just to clarify, she wasn't domain squatting. That is her name. So she's got... <laughs> A perfectly uh, legitimate entitlement to the at SLHC, but she wasn't using it. No, and a year a year later, after I first asked, she gave us at, at SLHC. And now she's, she's at SLHC free now. We were at SLHC podcast. So please, I don't know if anyone's tweeted at Sandra, at SLHC free, just to thank her. What was nice is when trying to get in contact with her, Jack didn't just send her a message on Twitter, which we can imagine would be the normal thing, isn't it? Message her on Twitter. Message everyone that she followed on Twitter. There's only about eight people. Yeah. They sort of say, can you get in touch with Sandra? <laughs> just, get Sandra on the phone. Just say <laughs> about the uh, Twitter account. Did you find her on Facebook and send her a message? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Quite yeah. detailed one saying, oh, you know, I really like that photo of you, you know, on holiday. <laughs> like, please look, just if you ever want to see those kids again. <laughs> Just get off of my domain, yeah? Wow. But in the, yeah, it was remarkable. We'd sort of given up. And then she just sent a message. I know um, you can have it, by the way. I'm happy yeah, to I have a up. blue, Lovely, isn't it? Cheers, Sanj. So you need to, don't give up on Rosie and Jessica. Harass them. Mm. No, it's just Har- one person. That's what doesn't make any sense. Right. Is that there's not a, you know. He's called Ralph. I think <laughs> <laughs> some girl called Rosie or Jessica. And she's just like she's... her and her mate, and she's like, "Oh, wouldn't it be nice if we?" Like she's got multiple tweets. personality disorder. Yeah, maybe. It's really annoying. It's not a fan type. Is it like, yeah. uh, "Oh, I must get used to Twitter, lol"? Yeah, like, two thousand and eight, <laughs> and that's the end of it. Posting my first tweet. Yeah, Ed uh... balls. <laughs> <laughs> so what did Ed balls do? He, t- he just tweeted the word Ed balls. <laughs> Have you seen that? And it's got six thousand retweets. It just keeps coming up every few months. <laughs> 